Good to see everyone here. Uh, while we're getting the old Facebook Live warmed up. Andy, how are you? Andy, you there? <laughs> well, folks, uh, uh, unfortunately, this week, it's Andy's time. Uh, Andy's turn to be missing in action. Andy's been uh, been uh, been called off to hospital just quickly. Um, all seems to be perfectly fine and well, but he's had a bit of a bit of a wobbly start to the afternoon, and uh, he can't uh, join us today for wealth, wine, and wisdom. But uh, I'm going to have a little wine, and maybe we can have a little bit of talk about uh, the wisdom and the wealth uh, ourselves. While Andy is getting checked out by the doc, he seems to be fine, but um, he said he had a little bit of. Wasn't feeling that well this week, so um, anyway, there you go. So hopefully he's all good. I've, uh, I've been texting him, so he's fine. He's on his way to, to get a bit of a checkup. Can't join us today, so I thought I'd just do a quick snapshot of Andy stuck there uh, in a wonderful pose. <laughs> ah, there you go. So hopefully everyone is well. Hopefully everyone is, uh, you know, starting out of trouble this uh, this afternoon. So I thought I'd uh, I'd try a bit of hand solo today. And solo on the old um, the wealth, wine, and wisdom, um, and uh, you know won't probably go as long, but uh, I thought I'd make sure we just check in as a crew, as a team, and uh, see how everybody is. Give us a shout out in the chat if you're here, listening in. Afternoon, uh, Friday afternoon. It's nice to have a little bit of chill and downtime, and um, you know. Chew the fat, see what's going on this week. So um, uh, I uh, I have got myself organised to uh, to run the show by myself. Not as exciting as it is with Andy, I'm sure. So, gang, if you've got any questions, whack them in the chat. Alison, I know you had some stuff that uh, you wanted Andy to maybe talk about and, um, you know, some of that life insurance stuff. But put them in the chat, gang. I- I'm happy to uh, answer any questions or we can have a bit of a bit of a talk about what's going on, but I'm just going to dive into some of the things that's happening for me slash you in the property world for a quick afternoon uh, in uh, in the world of property. Uh, what's happening this week has gone on uh, in, the, in the last little bit and, um, you know, it's been pretty interesting times. Uh, oh, there we go. We've got a few uh, people uh, giving us a shout out. Raylene, good to see you here. Um, uh, Hardik. Dialing in from YouTube. Yeah, YouTube seems to be a bit easier to get on in to the lives that we do. So, um, yeah, if you're there, give us a shout-out. There's Jeff. Um, good to see you. Top and tail, Alison. Jeff, top and tail of the of the day in the morning for a coffee and at, at the uh, in the evening for a glass of wine, uh, which is not a bad idea uh, as we go. But for anyone joining us who haven't hasn't sort of uh, haven't uh, – I haven't dropped by before. Welcome, Jason Witten's my name, and um, usually I, I do this with uh, Andy, my compadre. That's him over there, <laughs> yeah, over there. But uh, he's uh, he's not feeling well, so he's gone to hospital. Uh, no emergency or crazy things, but uh, he's just getting checked out. Just make sure got no challenges. Uh, usually Andy and I get together 
and we have a chat about our worlds, two worlds meeting, uh, my world of property, his world of finance and shares, and we do a bit of a debrief uh, on the week of wealth, on the week of things, um, all things wealth as we go. So uh, there you go. We've missed each other all day, Jeff. Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think he's fine. I've been texting him, gang, so uh, I don't think it's a big deal, but his heart rate's up and he's having a bit of a sweat. Sounds like it might be some virus, um, but uh, he he says he feels, you know, average but not terrible. But anyway, fingers crossed. We'll find out uh, maybe even during the show. So um, uh, there we go. Oh, good. Well, I'm going to sort of charge into it, gang, and I'll uh, I'll see what I can do. A couple of questions. Alison's got a question, but I'll just do a little bit of the things that we normally do, which are, you know, uh, what's in the news? Dun, dun, dun. What's in the news, gang? Out and about. Um, you know, I've been having a bit of a look at what's going on, but uh, I don't know if you've been noticing. Uh, the world's pretty excited about the world of uh, real estate and, um, you know, things have been going pretty nicely for us as property investors. We're all uh, on the up and up. But if you have a look at this, it's pretty interesting. The past month, you know, imagine that, 3% a month, your property values are going up 3% a month in Sydney. Um, and, uh, you know, Hobart, Canberra, regional, New South Wales, you know, some of this, uh, some of this is pretty interesting uh, statistics. And for many of us, we're going to be sitting on, you know, uh, reasonably large amounts of equity, gang. Uh, you know, you and I have talked about this before. If your values are growing now, uh, make sure you uh, lock in your equity. Get yourself sorted uh, as we go along and make sure you're locking this sort of stuff in. But uh, one of the things that, um, you know, um, we're seeing is pretty well everywhere. Everybody's, everywhere's getting some growth. Have a look at Darwin. That's crazy. Crazy past 12 months, 20%. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? And this is, you know, one thing that, uh, you know, I've got to say about, you know, the idea of growth in the marketplace. Um, these are averages and smaller places can get bigger averages um, because there's less volumes, there's less sales uh, when, it comes to, uh, when it comes to the marketplaces and there's less supply often to those marketplaces. So don't get sort of swayed thinking, shiver me timbers, I need to run off to, to Darwin, I need to run off to, um, you know, um, <laughs> nobody talks about Adelaide. Well, it's, well, I mean, Adelaide's a nice town, um, Hardick, you know. At, at the end of the day, um, the challenge for Adelaide, and I think it's the same for places like Perth as well and, and Hobart, they're, they're disconnected economically, you know, from the East Coast. And, um, you know, sometimes that becomes, you know, a bit of an issue that, you know, most of us, aren't really prepared to sort of, you know, cross the gap on when it comes to understanding those markets. But, you know, certainly Adelaide's, um, you know, a little bit of a winner. You know, Hobart, Darwin, Canberra. My, my point of this slide, though, gang, is if you're making gains in those locations and those markets, um, as you guys know, we teach diversification. We teach a diversification strategy. I, I think it's very prudent. I think it's very smart when it comes to you and your property portfolio to grab some of that wealth and equity um, when your market, when your local market grows and, you know, spread, around, spread it around a bit when it comes to the diversification, the safety mechanisms of your portfolio, right? Um, you know, at the end of the day, 
uh, you know, think of it this way. You've got, you know, let's say it's a couple. Let's say there's a couple and we're talking about a portfolio. You have your home in Adelaide. You've got one job and two jobs in Adelaide. Now you've got an investment property in Adelaide. Your complete economic, personal, financial exposure is in one economy, one state, one city. Uh, And that's, for me, um, I think it's smart not to be exposed like that. And that's why we teach, you know, a bit of diversification, a bit of economic diversification, a bit of tenant diversification, a bit bit of state diversification when it comes to your property uh, investing portfolio. So, gang, you know, it's good news, though. Uh, People are making money and uh, you can't complain about making a buck or two, that's for sure. And if you do, you're probably a little bit of a, you know, uh, an Eeyore, um, let's face it. But, uh, you know, for all of us right now, good idea to take advantage of this when you can. Here's the other one that I like the idea of right now, Queensland leading the growth. Now, this is interesting. Um, Bump a year for the East Coast as sales hit record highs um, as we go. Our first investment property in Perth, Hardick, you know, Perth's a great spot. Certainly economically, it's a strong town. Um, it's just a bit disconnected from the East Coast. And, uh, you know, my wife, um, who's on right now, she she's born in Perth. I spent, uh, I don't know, three, four years. I can't remember how long it was, uh, shows. Maybe you're on there. Um, three or four years in Perth as well. My brother uh, spent many years in Perth. We've still got family in Perth. Um, and, um, you know, the idea is that, uh, you know, sometimes your local area, uh, while in the moment is doing well, longer term you want to be diversified a little bit um, uh, as you go along and, um, you know, make sure you, you think about what that might look like. Yeah, Hardik, mate, you know, make sure you reach out if you've got some challenges within that servicing space. You know, the, um, the, the rents have been just fantastic everywhere. Actually, Perth, interestingly enough, Hardik, uh, was one of the uh, – has led rent growth in the last six months, Perth has led rent growth in, in the past six months. So uh, maybe uh, it could be time to revisit your property uh, in Perth if you haven't already and make sure that you get the rents up and uh, keep an eye on that as we go along. Um, Hardik, uh, that, that could be something to have a bit of a look at, mate, uh, as, as you charge along there, uh, building your, your portfolio. So listen, you know, Queensland's leading some growth right now and, uh, you know, that's nice. Um you got the rent increase. Good man. Um, you know, Queensland leading some growth right now, gang. And, um, you know, for all of us, that's, uh, that's a nice thing. We were talking about property prices going up in value in Queensland for a while. But, uh, you know, uh, a few things sort of held it back a little bit. But it's having its time in the sun right now. And uh, I think it's going to get a double, uh, a double whammy for you guys in the mentoring program. We've got some special guests coming up in a, in uh, uh, I think it's four weeks' time uh, when we're talking about the Olympics and Brisbane winning the Olympics bid. It's pretty well the hands down. Brisbane's got it in the bag. And uh, what's that going to do? What's that going to do? Yeah, go, Jace. Absolutely. Go, Brisbane. Um, what's that going to do? I mean, on top of already uh, lots of attention for Brisbane and the property prices in Brisbane already going quite nicely um, because of undersupply because of COVID, because of attractiveness. You know, right now, gang, you know, Brisbane 
is almost 50% cheaper than Sydney average price. Get that, gang. Yeah, ka-ching and DJs. Ka-ching and cheat. Like, and there's an Olympics coming. And it's got a boom going on. Uh, I think this is uh, Sam coined it the other day. There's a double wave coming, and it's probably once in a once in a fifty years a double wave cycle going to hit uh, going to hit Brisbane, kind of um, at the same time. So you know, for us, we've been talking about Brisbane as part of a diversification strategy. Gang, we didn't we didn't see this coming. None of us like don't don't think that I'm sort of talking it up, going oh. We know what's coming. That's bullshit. But what we do know is that there are good locations and good strategies that we talk about at least three locations for diversification. Uh, and uh, you, as a property investor, can benefit from that sort of stuff as well. So, you know, Bob's giving it a bit of a shout out. You know, lots of houses around Wollongong selling over a million bucks. Gee, I remember back in my day, Bob, back in my day. Uh, I remember when I first started out. <laughs> uh, I wish I would have kept the the, the newspapers uh, that I that I did when I first started out. Uh, back in the olden days, when uh, when uh, when I were a lad, <laughs> I feel like I'm a really old guy now. Back when I were a lad, when I first started out uh, looking at properties, you couldn't get um, uh, you couldn't get access to the information and um, realestate.com, ladies and gents, realestate.com only started in 2003, 2003, right? And you're like, what? It's been around forever. No, no, it hasn't been around forever. You know what you used to have to do? You used to have to go to places and buy their newspapers or ring up somehow and get somebody from somewhere, another state, another town to send you newspapers to get information. <laughs> Ah, yeah, yeah, figure that. I wish I would have kept them. Oh, gee, I tell you. Um, but, uh, Bob, you know, you're right. In Wollongong, it was just, it's just crazy. I remember Wollongong, you could buy houses for under a hundred thousand dollars, hundred grand. Pretty cool. And right now, you know what? I reckon in 20 years' time, we'll be saying the same sort of thing about places, you know, that we're sitting at right now. You know what? You know, Mark my words here. Put it down. Record this out loud. Actually, it's going to be recorded out loud. In twenty years' time, we'll be all lamenting, going, "Ah, oh, you know what? I remember. I remember when we, when you could buy a house in Brisbane for five hundred grand. Five hundred back in those days. Back, I wish I bought a bought ten of them. We're sitting here right now, going, "Oh, five hundred grand. That's a bit expensive. You know, it's crazy. Crazy thought." You know, it's just, it's just mad. Anyway, that's the way this stuff rolls, gang. The big wheel keeps on turning. The big wheel keeps on turning. The economics keeps on pushing along. And um, you, as a property investor, me as a property investor, we've got to be on the field taking advantage of a, a bit of this, getting a piece of the action, as far as I'm concerned, um, as, as we go. Um, a vet. Giving us a shout out uh, about up in Cairns. The houses in Cairns selling, and other sellers getting their asking price. Hey, that's a good question. One I don't know the answer off the top of my head, Yvette, but we could find out pretty quickly when it comes to uh, volumes up in Cairns and Townsville and, and things like that. Um, but uh, what you can do, 
There is a few websites, uh, SQM Research, SQM Research, uh, Walk Score, Microburbs, RP Data, uh, and also realestate.com can show you sales volumes and you can see whether there's discounting or not in some of those areas, uh, Yvette. So um, maybe check out a few of those websites for sure. It's interesting, you know, Cairns, Townsville, we've, we've done um, investing up in Cairns and Townsville, um, uh, literally in every town in Australia. When we first started, it was a, it was a, it was a, a buyer's agency. We were buying uh, all over the place when it came to properties and deals. But one of the things that we learned is that many investors aren't capable of handling the volatility of smaller places um, as we go. So uh, there's someone's giving a bit of a shout-out for Toowoomba. We did some deals in Toowoomba. Fantastic little town. I really like Toowoomba. I think it's a real goer. Um, a great town on the doorsteps of Brisbane, up in a really leafy, amazing uh, highlands setting. I think it's fantastic. It's certainly got all the hallmarks, if anyone knows if anyone knows Sydney, all the hallmarks of a a barrel, you know, that that not not the Blue Mountains, but like barrel, um, you know, and um uh down the southern highlands. Uh but the challenge is uh, a lot of people don't uh don't really invest for the long term and uh often the uh the um the psychology, the emotion of investors gets in the way of actually being a good investor. I talked a little bit about that this morning in one of my coffee lives um, as we go along. But, yeah, Toowoomba's good. Listen, Queensland's going to get its go. Uh, it's going to get its turn in the sun. The challenge, what we're going to find, gang, is with, you know, certainly Sydney right now. Sydney prices have gone up significantly. Wages have not gone up significantly. And... um. What we're going to find in places like Sydney is the the wage issue, the ability for people to afford property and or the ability for the, the owner to, to get a decent rent is going to find a ceiling, all right? And I would say Sydney, I'd give Sydney maybe another 12, 18 months of momentum, not massive momentum, but reasonable momentum, and um, it'll slow down. It'll slow down. It'll be, it'll be significantly overpriced. In anticipation of of capital growth, that won't occur because wages can't keep up, rents can't go up that fast, and nor can interest rates go any further down. All right, you listening? You hearing me? <laughs> you hear you hearing what I'm putting down? Um, so Sydney, Melbourne's probably I reckon three to five years away from that. Um, it's still less expensive in Melbourne, about 30% less expensive, and uh, the wages are still pretty good in Melbourne in comparison. Um, so, but Brisbane, absolute winner. Canberra, that median price has shot up. Canberra has the highest median incomes in Australia. So, you know, um, just think about that as you go along. Um, but, yeah, Queensland's getting a go. Gang, team, Queensland's having its time in the sun. If you've got a piece of Queensland, fantastic. If you haven't, why not? Get on that thing um, right now um, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, um, I'm hijacking the show today because Fenton's not here. (laughs) 
But I chucked one in for, for Fenton today. I said, look, the ASX to rise and um, S&P and NASDAQ have uh, reset record highs in the share market. Woo, that's crazy. Andy, what have you got to say about that? Are you there, Andy? Let, let, let me hear what you've got to say. Andy. <laughs> He's not there. Anyway, doing really bad, bad jokes. Um, and Andy's not around. But anyway, the point is, gang, there's money everywhere. Everyone's kind of buoyant when it comes to, you know, getting things going. There's cash flowing through systems. There's cash going in America. Um, <laughs> the shares crashed on Monday. Oh, it's a well, and that's the thing. Isn't it interesting, um, Alison, how volatile like the, the concept of shares can be? They can go up and down like a yo yo, right? Um, uh, actually, let me let me see if I can grab something here. I think I did it last week. Um, last wealth, wine, and wisdom when it came to this. Check this out, gang. It's an interesting stat when it comes to property and then the share market. You know, um, Australian shares, the probability of a negative return over over one year um, uh, has a probability over the last, you know, what is it there, 10, I don't know, 13 years, interestingly enough, one in every 4.3 years has a negative return in shares, you know, quite a significant ne- negative return. Uh, one in every 3.76 years in international shares. and um, one in every 9.39 years in property. That's a really interesting stat, right? So properties much more, much less volatile when it comes to, you know, the, the, the price rising and the price falling uh, when it goes to. Check out the old, the old um, the Aussie bonds and the global bonds and cash. That was, it. That was 2019, that stat. But uh, you can have a look at that there. Um, I can tell you right now that is not, they're not getting those numbers at all uh, right now in the marketplace, are they? <laughs> That's for sure. But anyway, um, you know, at the end of the day, gang, what we've got is we've got a little bit of something going on when it comes to the stock market and the share market. For us as property investors, we need to keep an um, um, need to keep an eye on that diversification in location and state and and. And economy smart for property, and certainly, you know, diversification in in the share market seems to be smart too, because it's you know reasonably volatile as you go, um, yeah, as you roll along. Bob gave us a bit of a shout out there. You know, interest rates going up is not going to help anyone. You know, and they may adjust a smidgen, Bob, but you know, right now, you know, the word on the street, or actually not on the street, but in behind closed doors, is. Significant rises in interest rates won't occur for many, many years. Uh, and, and until unemployment is down significantly and our GDP and our wage growth, gang, wage growth is the thing. Wages to grow is what we need in this country um, and we need it to happen at some point sometime soon, which would be great. Um, so keep an eye on, uh, on that one as we roll. But yeah, um, it's interesting. Also, um, even 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 like us, you know, at, at positive and in in passionate property investors, you know, we're we're mad about this stuff. You know, everyone's winning. You know, we've got money, 
everyone forgot about, you know, what happened in 2017 and 18 and 19. We had a, actually a 10 to 15% um, total market adjustment across the property market uh, marketplace. And, um, you know, th- there was nothing wrong with that. That wasn't abnormal. It was very normal. Um, we do get market going down and we do get markets going up and property values do fall. Um, and if you don't think that, then you've got rocks in your head and you've been listening to rubbish. Um, but at the end of the day, we all understand that property is a medium to slow vehicle over the long term as a property investor. But, you know, what's it saying here? A uh, few vendors sold at a loss. And um, I, I think I showed this stat before. And uh, it's always it's always been interesting. Yep, good time to buy. I think so, Bob. Listen, I think always a good time to buy. If you're not in the market, you should be in the market. That's that's the way I roll. That's that's the way I think about it. But you know what? It's interesting here when you have a look at a few of these stats, right? Um, the average ownership length of people who lost money in owning a property. Check it out. Check that. Check this out. The average ownership length. Someone owned property for six point one years on average. Sold it, made a loss on a house, and 6.5 years for units, okay? Um, but then if you have a look at the next part, which is, which is even more interesting, um, all you've got to do is if you want to make a profit, you've got to hold it, hold those assets for between, no, um, you know, seven, let's call it eight years and nine years, right? So people got to this point. And we're literally two years away from making a profit on average, all right? And this is the interesting thing when it comes to us as property investors. You know, we got to make sure we stick with it, go the distance, gang, um, when it comes to this sort of stuff. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, uh, I'm a property guy. That's my cup of tea. So that's what's going on in the marketplace. Plenty of market mayhem, exciting mayhem, positive news, which is fantastic, um, and that's good news for us as property investors, which is uh, which is good. Make sure you lock in your equity, folks, and uh, continue to do deals. If you're in the market and you can buy, then I would be buying, and not because the market's going well, because that's your plan. Your plan is to buy. You've got finance, you've got equity, uh, get on with it. That's the way I see it anyway. Alison had a question here. I might answer this question now. How soon um, beforehand should you get finance approved prior to an off-the-plan settlement? Well, Alison, uh, it's a good question. It's an easy one to answer, um, which which is, uh, I'll, I'll stick with the green. Over time, let's say your, uh, your investment is over 18 months. You put down your deposit right there. That's your dollars and cents, okay? That's where your deposit comes from right at the start, okay? The time frame, usually to get ready before settlement is no more than three months out, okay? Three months out. Now, the challenging part to try and work that out, Alison, uh, will be uh, the developer telling you, hey, it's three months out. Um, and so 
what you've got to do is make sure you keep an eye on what's going on in these construction timeframes because sometimes they can sort of push out, you know, um, you know, one month or one month there, and that can be inaccurate. Why is it three months? Because lenders, most lenders um, don't, uh, a valuation won't go any longer than three months. A, an approval in principle, it's not called a pre-approval these days, an approval in principle. Um, an approval in principle, it doesn't last any longer than three months. Um, your paperwork um, your pay slips, you, you know, etc., is not valid um, after um, one month. Actually, you've got to have the latest pay slips in your application, etc., etc., etc. So you know that's um, it's a pretty easy one to sort of answer for you, Alison. But so around about get yourself ready around about that three month uh, or less mark before. Uh, before the settlement time frame uh, is uh, on the horizon um, as we go. All good. Well, gang, um, uh, I thought I'd just sort of do try and do a bit of hand solo tonight. Um, I'll keep it short and I'll keep it simple. I might keep it, um, uh, I might leave it there. Um, we're thinking of Andy. We're thinking of you, Andy. Get well soon, brother. Make sure. Um, you uh, you rest up and, and take care. We're all uh, sending you good vibes, and um, and uh, make sure they look after you in the hospital. All right. Yeah, I think you'd be right. I think you'd be right, Alison. Um, I think you'd be right. And give us a shout out if you need anything, buddy. Um, thanks, Nikki. Uh, usually it's a bit better with Andy, <laughs> but he's not here tonight. <laughs> I'm glad that was helpful. Anyway, gang, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, wealth, wine and wisdom done. If you have any questions, whack them in the chat um, uh, or, you know, um, let us know via an email. If you're in the mentoring group, you know, you guys know how to get in contact with us and uh, let us know any questions, anytime. Uh, always happy to talk through them uh, on Fridays on Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, usually around about 5 o'clock on a Friday. We get to spend a bit more time than normal hanging out, talking, chewing the fat uh, and dissecting the week of property, the week of finance and the share market and see if we can't help you guys keep yourself on track uh, when it comes to building your property portfolio and building your wealth uh, as we're rolling along. So that's it, folks. Um, you guys have an awesome weekend. Um, wealth, wine and wisdom done and dusted without my compadre. Um, it feels a bit weird, but uh, thought I'd better show up and say good day. And, uh, yep, we all should uh, make sure we raise a glass to Andy um, and uh, send him good vibes to get well soon. All right, gang, take care. All done and dusted. Thanks, team, and bye for now. See ya.